All right, Sandra, we're happy that you're uh, with us today. And uh, I'm always uh, uh, fond of your uh, uh, videos, your posts, your Instagrams. <laughs> I, I have one challenge. I have a question, but maybe I'm going to keep it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. I love All right. It. So the floor you. is yours, Sandra. Thank you for thank you for allowing the the, the your time to uh, to be with us. Uh, so please start. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, and I was just gonna say thank you to everyone who has their cameras on. If I can ask everyone to turn on their cameras, it's okay if you've got curlers in your hair, if you're you know in your pajamas. But there's you know we're all so isolated that just seeing you, I'd love to be in front of you um, and hugging you. But at least if I can see you on video, I'd love that. So if it's okay with you. Um, I'd love to ask everyone to keep their cameras on. Okay, so I'm going to get started. I'm going to put this in uh, present mode. Okay, so the topic Aki and I brainstormed about and I was really excited. It's squat, pray, and reset during a lockdown. Um, and so really the, the whole spirit of this talk is, you know, trying to, to reset in every way. Um, so getting our nutrition uh, up to speed, you know, increasing our physical fitness and our spiritual life. A lot of times I see people um, in, in healthcare where I work that maybe want to try to just do one thing and not the other. Um, and it doesn't really work. I'll give you a classic scenario, okay? Um, so the person that wants to eat better, but they're the busy executive, I see maybe three or four of these people a week. And you know, they're stressed out during the day, they get home, um, they can't unwind, so maybe they have a glass of wine, uh, you know, or a beer, which of course impacts their sleep, and then they watch screen time, you know, all, you know, for a couple of hours just to, to numb the mind and not think of what's going on with the lockdown, then they end up having poor sleep. When you sleep, of course, is when the hormones generate ghrelin and leptin that manage your cravings during the day. So guess what? Now they're craving more sugar the next day, their cortisol is up, and the cycle continues, right? So it's tough to say, I just want to exercise, or, you know, I just want to eat, or I'm just going to pray more. Um, it goes really nicely together when we try to do them all. So if you guys will give me a thumbs up, are you ready to get some ideas of how we can do that? Yes. Nice job, guys. Okay. So quick agenda. Um, it looks like a long agenda. I only have a few slides on each topic. Um, now, I'm wondering if um, you guys have questions or you want me to stop somewhere. I know you're all muted, um, but maybe you can send a message um, to Aki. Is that okay? Or to, is it Aki? Are you the one that would be watching the messages? So if yes. someone wants me to stop somewhere... And then you can unmute and pitch in. Um, yeah. Unless, Akira Buna, do you recommend a different way or is that the best way to send a message? Whatever, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with, Sandra, if you want questions okay. at the end or if you want them throughout the presentation. No, I think during is great because while it's, you know, hot on the topic, while it's on the screen, if you've got a burning question, I'm happy to, to stop and spend more time on that topic. Okay, cool. I, I think if people could maybe unmute, is there a way for people to raise their hand here or kind of signal that... They want to ask something or if they post a question that they want to ask it in person and Aki would signal this, this would be great. Okay, that sounds great, Abuna, because I can't see everybody just because I'm in presenter mode, so I wouldn't see if someone was waving. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, they send it to Aki, I like that idea, and then you can let me know. I see you, Abuna, though, so I see you. Sure. <laughs> 
All no, right, no so we're going to talk about common stressors. We're going to talk about self-compassion. It's a real buzzword now. We're going to talk about setting a schedule and why that's important. Um, we're going to talk about mental health, nutrition, fitness, spirituality, and of course, there's time for more questions near the end. So just Abuna's already said, it's such a beautiful prayer. Um, I just want to, you know, take a moment and really set an intention for this talk. You know, the real goal and purpose of this talk, God, is for you to be glorified. Um, please speak through, you know, these slides speak to the deep, you know, desires of everyone's hearts, their struggles. Um, and please just uh, use me any way you will. Amen. All right. So I have a little quiz for you guys. You ready? So during the COVID-19 lockdown, is the following true or false? So you can do thumbs up if you think it's true, thumbs down if you think it's false. So number one, alcohol use has increased by approximately 17% reported, it's probably more, with increased day drinking. So people have now normalized it saying, oh, what time is it? It's wine o'clock. Do you think that's true or false that there's been an uptake in alcohol use during the lockdown? Okay. Mary, you even did this thumbs up emoji. That's amazing. You gave a thumbs up and you, wow. <laughs> I love it. That's three thumbs. So yes, you're, you're all correct. Number two, substance abuse and overdose rates. So hospitalizations and fatalities have increased during the months and especially that of synthetic opioids. True or false? True again, you're absolutely right. Uh, and number three, screen time use has increased significantly among adults and children during the pandemic. Is that true or false? True, I see lots of enthusiastic true. <laughs> All right, guys, we're not pointing any fingers. We're just acknowledging right now that, you know, it's a tough time. And when people don't have a lot of healthy coping strategies, um, they're sometimes, you know, turning to other things. And we want to reroute. We want you to leave here, not only for your own personal toolbox, but for everyone in your network to really be filled up with all these other coping mechanisms. All right, so let's chat about stress. Um, so what are some factors causing stress? Um, I've got some on the screen, but if anyone wants to um, submit to Aki that they wanna unmute uh, and jump in, I'd love to hear from you. What kind of things are stressing people out? And it doesn't have to be you. Any stressors? No? All right. Well, I'll talk about the ones we have here. So a lot of people are crammed together for long periods of time. There's, you know, a lot of cabin... Oh, sorry. I see something in the chat here. Mary was saying not you. seeing the end oh, in sight. Perfect. Yes, not seeing the end in sight. Yes, exactly. Um, and that, you know, can be very, very stressful. People want to plan, you know, they want to know and when's this going to end. Thank you, Mary. That's right. Does anybody else have anything else that they're finding stressful or that they've heard from their friends? How long will it last? Thanks, Marina. Exactly. When is this gonna end? <laughs> yeah. Losing the internet during the day. Yes, right? 
these are all really frustrating, right? Or, you know, you've got multiple people trying to work from home and you're echoing and you're trying to whisper in the corner, right? Um, so yeah, so there's a lot going on. Um, you know, there's the disrupted routine, people's churches are closed, their gyms are closed. There's random wake up times, sometimes being in stretchy pants all day. What day is it? There's all those memes of the men that are growing out the, the, the beards, right? Um, and women with the hair, right? So, you know, people are also worried about job stability. So I think, would we all agree, team, thumbs up or down, that there's high stress? Yeah, I think everyone's in, in agreement um, about that. Not being able to see friends and going out is another one, which is huge. So that self-isolation can be really, really devastating. And we used to think that it was only um, mentally an issue, but now we know that that detachment from others and that loneliness actually has physiological impacts. So on us physically. Um, so, so these are all really good points. So first things first, mindful self-compassion. Um, give me a thumbs up if you've heard that term before. Mindfulness, self-compassion, they've become kind of popular in, in the mental health world. So a lot of people are nodding, yeah. So, you know, a, a nice thing to remember is if you are struggling, you know, now, uh, whether it's academically, you know, financially, socially, or spiritually, that you are not failing. So I want that to just resonate for a minute. It is okay to be struggling. That doesn't mean that you are failing or you're doing something wrong. Self-compassion is needed for resilience. And I once saw one of our social workers had this really great video out. And what it was, they had um, a bunch of women and they said, you know, what are your flaws? And so each woman sat there and said, you know, I, uh, I can't get anything done. I have thunder thighs. I have unruly hair. I, you know, and they went on and listed all these things. And then they had um, a series of young girls come up. And then, um, you know, they said, would you say any of those things to these girls, right? Like you could do better. Your hair is frizzy, you know? And of course, all the women were like, oh my gosh, of course not. You know, well, what would you say to these girls? I would tell them you're beautiful. You know, your best is enough. Um, and if you all think for a minute, what, what else would you say, you know, to someone small? And that could be men saying it to a young man. Um, and, and I guess the, the real theme is we often are a lot kinder to people um, than we talk to ourselves. Has anybody had a time where you've said something to yourself and kind of caught like, hey, that's pretty harsh? Anybody? Yes, some people. Yeah, I see some people nodding, right? So, so self-compassion isn't magic, but it's simply accepting how things are and trying to talk to ourselves a little bit gentler. Um, I have a, co a co-worker that actually put a bunch of sticky notes all over her mirror. And she goes, Sandra, you know, I get up in this pandemic and I'm sometimes so miserable, but then I read my mirror and I'm like, you're fabulous. Rock on superstar, you know? And she's like, and then I turn on my music, I get in the shower and I feel great. So maybe that's what it takes, you know, putting some sticky notes um, and just really affirming to yourself, hey, I've got this. All right. So what's the first thing that we tell anybody? So I, um, 
have special focus in insomnia. So I see people, I see patients um, for sleep consults. And the first thing before we correct anything in a patient with insomnia is we get them to set a schedule. And as you can guess, the people who have the hardest time with sleep are people whose schedule has changed or who have no schedule, right? So all of a sudden they don't have to get up at a certain time or things have changed. Um, so setting a schedule is really important for your mental health. So our, our team psychologist says it's called cognitive restructuring. Uh, and it basically is you telling yourself, I'm in control of what I do now. And it also sets your body clock called the circadian rhythm. So who here is on board with setting a set wake up time seven days a week? So even if you've stayed up late, even on the weekend, who would be, who would be interested in doing that? You can tell me for, honestly. I'm down for five. You're down for five, yeah. <laughs> five days, okay, perfect, perfect. So, so setting that wake up time is important because it sets your body's natural circadian rhythm. And on the weekends, even if you wanna sleep in a little, try not to go over an hour, an hour or so, because then you are messing up that body clock. So sounds pretty easy so far, right? All we've said so far, set a schedule, but it's important, like set an alarm. And you know how you know you've made it? Does anyone know? How do you know when your body clock is working? You wake up before the alarm. You got it. That's exactly it. So when you're doing this right, when your circadian rhythm, meaning all the hormones that follow, are working is when you start to wake up just before the alarm. Or you haven't set an alarm, but you're still waking up at that time. Does anyone have that right now? Some people? Yeah. <laughs> Some people are like, oh, no. <laughs> I love it. I in a room that wasn't a second a different room of the house than yes but <laughs> yeah and that's it and that's the big thing right is for a lot of people their room is their office is their everything right so again when we do sleep hygiene i won't go into it too much because that's a whole talk on its own um but one thing to remember is that you ideally want to keep the bed for sleep so if you are in your room really try to stay away from doing anything wakeful in the bed so not especially not texting or on the computer in your bed because now you've crossed wires and now the brain thinks that hey it's okay to do wakeful things in bed even if you literally slide off and sit on the floor you know or find a chair or go to your desk try not to do wakeful things in bed okay so continued set a schedule um so now let's talk about setting an exercise schedule so Setting an exercise schedule, and even if that's, hey, I get up and I do 10-minute walk, I do some stretches, that helps set the tone for the day. Um, and that's okay. If you're like, no, no, I like to exercise at night, I have my pump session, you know, my mood music, that works too. Just be careful that you're not exercising aggressively within three hours before bed because then it has a stimulating effect, it increases your core body temperature, and it can mess with your sleep. Uh, and then last, um, with scheduling, meal planning and prepping can help. Um, and that can help you avoid the real Bermuda Triangle. Have you guys seen that meme where it's the triangle of the fridge, the bed, the computer? And you just keep circling back. So having some ready-cut vegetables, having a lot of water beside you um, will help with that as well. 
there, uh, Aki, do you see that about somebody in the waiting room? Yeah, we're good. You're good? Okay. Okay, so clear the clutter mentally and physically. So this is really important, guys. So does anyone know what fight or flight is? Fight or flight, some people are nodding. So fight or flight is that literal, like, you know, when you're pumped on adrenaline um, and your body's ready for fight or flight. It's sort of when you're, you know, in flight mode or fight mode, right? So when you're full of stress, you're in fight or flight. So that's what's happening. It's almost like moving cars. Um, and all, the, all of the psychiatrists um, that I've seen present will always say that the only way to kind of stop that, that cycle is um, to temporarily stop and meditate and be present. It's the only way you stop kind of the racing thoughts and the rumination. Um, and so mindfulness, does anyone know? Can anyone share what mindfulness is? I just want to hear somebody else talk. You can read it off the slide. Does anyone know what mindfulness is? Anyone have experience with it? What mindfulness is focusing one's awareness on the moment. So even if it's going for a walk or doing something um, else, it's being fully present. So right now you might be thinking of something else. Me Marina, meditation, exactly. Thank you, Marina. So that's exactly it. You want to be present. Like right now, are you here? Like, are you here in this moment or are you cataloging what you have to do later? Um, so that's really clearing the mental clutter. So tidying your space. And you may think like, well, why do I have to tidy it? It's just going to get messy again. Um, but research shows a tidy space promotes health and movement. And if you don't believe me, Take it from Baba Carolus himself. So nobody's going to argue with Baba Carolus, right? Am I right? Big Baba Carolus fans? Has anybody read The Silent Patriarch? Great book. All right, so I'm going to move, move you guys here. So he says, have order in your life while eating and drinking as you sit in your clothing, in your behavior, in your laughter, in our prayer, while fasting, in your hymns, in your speech, and all your dealings, right? So big shout out to Baba Carolos, right? So I'm sure when he said this, he did not mean sit in your pajamas all day watching Netflix, right? He's, he's just saying, have order, right? Like, this is my meal time, this is my prayer time. Isn't that such a cute picture? I feel like he's sitting with us. All right, um, so improving your mental health. So nobody, I think a lot of you are not going to like me after this statement, but I am going to ask you to minimize your smartphone use. Not only minimize your cell phone use, um, as in turn off notifications or sometimes just choose to leave it in another room, turn off the alerts on your phone, you know, on your uh, watch, just to give yourself that break, but also really try to avoid doomsday scrolling. So a lot of people do it at the probably the worst time if you can't sleep. So when I see people for insomnia, you know, and I say, well, what do you do when you get up at night? They're like, oh, I just pick up my cell phone. So there's all that blue light and I scroll, right? Um, so this is harmful for two reasons. Number one, the blue light um, it stimulates the, the nervous system. So you're, you're actually stimulating your brain. So you'll have a hard time sleeping 
And a lot of the content is pretty upsetting. So there's a lot of studies showing um, association between depression and the time that people spend on social media, whether it's trying to look at how many likes you've got, or maybe it's, you know, seeing everyone else on the feed, um, but really trying to keep that in check. Um, does anyone here want to, um, you know, maybe consider reducing cell phone time, cell phone use? Are you guys like, no, it's perfect. Leave it alone. Okay. A few hands, a few hands. Yeah. And it's, and it's amazing. Like I found, I had read this really, really provoking article that I thought was fantastic about simply just having it not physically with you sometimes. Um, and I'll find that I'll just leave it in the other room, you know, for a couple of hours and it's quite freeing and then you can choose. And another little hack um, is I will sometimes just even delete some of the social media apps on my phone. Uh, they're just not there. And you'll be amazed at how much you will not default to them if it's not on your app. And then when you do feel like it, you can just easily 20 seconds, download it again from the app store and log in. Does anyone have any other suggestions for your friends of how you can limit screen time or your experience? Got it for Christmas. Oh, oh, I'm behind. Mary, what did you get for Christmas? Uh, the Silent Patriarch. Did the Silent Patriarch, did you? Yeah, amazing. Amazing. I haven't started yet. <laughs> yeah, I, everyone has raved about it. I hope you really enjoy it. Thank you. It's, it's 400 pages, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true, but it's, it's, it's really great. Um, okay, amazing. So in terms of minimizing your smartphone use, any ideas, guys? Do you guys do any of this? Do you sometimes shut down your alerts? No? I'm actually, right. thank, I'm actually thankful for the new white, uh, WhatsApp uh, thing that was in the media. and the Privacy? Uh, yeah, the privacy thing and uh, how they com connect with Facebook. And uh, actually today I decided and I disabled my Facebook. Did you? Yeah. Amazing, Abuna. I heard, and they had actually, I think at SMSD, one of the servants meeting, they had a, uh, a meeting about it just to increase knowledge. And they were saying like, um, Apple posted this chart of like the data that's shared. Did you see that one? Where it lists no. like, all your identifiers it's it's crazy um, yeah. of all of the data that they're sharing about you so you just did that abuna how did that feel yeah I, I, actually i took advantage of this because I, actually it's not mainly because of the privacy only but i decided you know what uh, uh what what is it on on facebook because sometimes i notice that i i open facebook when i don't really need to open facebook so i decided you know what so if i really don't need to open facebook i'm gonna save myself more time and i kind of said no more facebook amazing amazing i love that so so exactly that limiting the use and maybe read now's the time to really reassess you know the apps that you have do they really bring you anything positive right thank you for that abuna um so improve your mental health so someone mentioned earlier like not seeing our friends when we were talking about the stressors Someone mentioned not seeing our friends, not going out. Um, so there's some ways to minimize isolation. Does anyone know house party? Yeah, a bunch of people are nodding. So house party can be a lot of fun and it's a way you can you know, gather several people, even play games. You can do a virtual workout. Some of you have done them with me before. Um, and, and really find ways to connect in, that, in the face. Sleeping well, eating well and hydrating. Um, is great as well. 
as minimizing caffeine and alcohol. So I wanted to leave you guys with some resources that we're chatting about mental health. So these are some um, apps that are highly, highly recommended um, for sleep, for meditation, for being present. So Calm, Headspace, um, and What's Up uses cognitive behavioral therapy. There's also Mood Kit, Mind Shift, and Mood Tools. I'll leave that for a second because I know sometimes when I present it live, you guys want to take pictures of the slides, so I'll just leave it for a second. Okay. All right. So who wants to chat about food? Some people, maybe. <laughs> All right. So we'll talk about healthy eating. So one of the cutest things Abuna John was saying during uh, Kiak, he was always like, guys, you got to log in. We got to do Kiak before Kak. Kiak before Kak. Right? <laughs> and it stuck with me. So now maybe you've had your holiday Kak. Maybe you, um, you know, had some comfort food. Let's chat about healthy eating. So I want to share with you something about the different types of food. So there's mouth hunger, heart hunger, and stomach hunger. Can anyone think of an example of these? So stomach hunger is the only one where you're actually hungry. Does anyone know what mouth hunger is? It says it on the slides, guys. Here, I'm going to move. You guys see it? Isn't it when you're like craving something specifically? Yes, exactly. So the classic is if you're ever standing in front of the pantry or fridge and you're going salty, sweet, no, crunchy, right? That's usually mouth hunger. You're not actually hungry. And then heart hunger, an example of that, emotional eating. So you've had a stressful day and you just go head first into the Ben and Jerry's. So just be mindful of the different types of um, hunger. There's also, um, you know, meal tracking and journaling. So unmindful snacking. So our dietitians will tell people to absolutely avoid eating outside of sitting down. So when you think about it, you can ask someone, how'd you eat all day? And they're like, oh, amazing. I just had my meals. I don't know where the extra calories are coming from. And then when you look closely, you know, they were snacking while they were cooking. And then there was a handful of nuts that way down the hall, a handful of nuts that way, right? Um, I'm notorious for eating my kids' leftovers, you know, that they haven't finished. So there's a lot of ways that we are sometimes getting food that we are not calculating. Um, so just take a quick inventory. Are your foods full of fiber, protein, and healthy fats? So fluid intake. So one of the courses I teach is healthy eating and weight loss. And we tell people, they're trying to lose weight, they want to, or you know, maintain a healthy weight, they want to drink 30 milliliters per kilogram of body weight a day, or three to six liters. So it's a lot of water. And the idea is a lot of times we are um, eating, but we're actually thirsty. So these are my two favorite memes um, about drinking. One nutrition fact, if you drink a gallon of water per day, you won't have time for other people's drama because you'll be too busy peeing. Stay hydrated, my friends. And the other one, the, the little guy that goes, drink two liters of water. I only peed two to 24,594 times. Yes. So yes, you will be going to the washroom more, um, but do try to increase your uh, fluid intake. Okay. Here's where I might have some resistance, especially now after mentioning CAC, but limiting sugar intake. Um, so there's a lot of great books. I don't know if anyone's ever read any of the ones about sugar, cutting out sugar, but 
what's the big deal about the white stuff? Why is it harmful? So three things happen after that CAC. One, it increases insulin, which immediately starts looking for ways to store fat in your body. Number two, that little bit of pressure, you know, you just bite into tunt or mama's CAC. There's that dopamine hit, which increases further sugar cravings. Um, and number three, it's linked to metabolic conditions. So when you have something sugary, it continues to make you crave more sugar. So studies found that when people had a Coke with their meal instead of water, they're more likely to look for another 300 calories in the day because it opened up the appetite. So again, um, quick when you're reading labels, um, and I know Yusuf's a pro at that, you can help if there's any questions. It was things like glucose, fructose, corn syrup, sucralose, honey, and agave. So when agave came out, everyone was saying that they use that instead, but really it's still, it's still sugar. Just sounds nicer maybe. Don't be fooled, my friends. All right, how you eat is important. So be mindful of your eating habits. Are you shoveling food in while you're at the computer? You ideally want to go sit, look at your plate, eat your food and taste it. Notice when you're hungry and full. So this always cracks me up because there's a scale that we use at work. It's the hunger scale. And it says on a scale of one to 10, um, where do you stop eating? So 10 is like, I'm so full, I can't put another morsel in my mouth. And you know, one is like, I've got hunger pains. So guys, please speak with me, tell me, where do people, where do we Egyptians typically eat until on that scale? 12. 12, <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> yes, 12, and somebody here, nine, we got a nine. Excellent, excellent. So, so you know where it's supposed to be? supposed to be about a six. So registered dietitians will tell you that you should eat till you are satisfied. You are no longer hungry, but you're not full full either. So if you're eating slowly and you're paying attention to the bite, you know, you cook the food at home, you're enjoying it. This is a real mental health part of eating. You're likely to slow down than if you are, you know, starving and just uh, inhaling it. Well, we guys, give me a thumbs up if you're going to aim for six or seven. Give me a thumbs up if you're going to still go for 12. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So um, being just being mindful of time, I'm going to just go through the rest of the slides fairly quickly. But if anyone uh, wants me to stop somewhere, please um, send a message or a chat. So just making sure that when you're reading the food labels, you're mindful of a few things. Um, so the serving size, a lot of times it's not the whole container. Sometimes you can get like a little bag of chocolates like this and you read the serving size and it's like for one quarter, right? So you have to really look at how much, what's the serving size. There's the calories percent daily value. If you're like, well, I don't know what's high and what's low. Less than 5% is considered low. Higher than 15% is high. Um, if you're looking at the carbs, and then the fiber, we want high fiber, usually more than five grams, and that immediately gets deducted from the carbs. So it's a lower carb meal if it's higher in fiber. You wanna look at the sugars. Um, usually you don't wanna get anything that's more than four to eight grams of sugar. So you'll see like that G2 drink someone had the other day and it's 35 grams of sugar, liquid. So that just whoosh, right through. So try not to drink your sugar if you can. And then there's the protein. You're also looking for good servings in the day about 0.8 um, grams of protein per um, 
uh, for body weight. Um, resources, where can you go? Your dietitian. A lot of times they'll have this cute rubbery food, right? Just to show you serving size on the plate. So really you're looking for half the plate veggie, one lean protein, one lean um, carbohydrate, which is not white rice. It's not the old way where you would put the whole base of white rice and put stuff on top of it. You're looking at a quarter of the plate, maybe uh, brown rice, uh, bolhor, quinoa, grains. Does anyone have any other favorites they want to share? On nutrition, any questions on nutrition before we dive into working out? Yeah, you said. Um, what's your impression on... Uh... I know juice is one thing, but just uh, eating whole fruits and the sugar from there. Yeah, great question. So, so how you get it is important, first of all. So even if it's a whole fruit, you ideally want to eat the fruit instead of juicing it. So even though there's a lot of juicing diets and, you know, smoothies are, are, are not terrible if, if it's your only way and you have good fats to slow down the absorption. Um, but ideally, the... The quicker form means the higher it spikes the insulin, so the glycemic index. So if you're pureeing that apple, um, it's going to spike your sugar much more than if you are eating it. And if you want to take it a step further and you have that, um, that slice of apple with a little bit of almond butter, you know, or pumpkin seed butter, then the healthy fat and the protein will also slow the absorption. Um, and then again, but people that are trying to lose weight, we typically tell them um, have more vegetables than fruit. So, you know, a few servings of, of fruit a day would still be fine, but also there's different sugar spikes among the fruits. So some of the best ones um, for, you know, healthy eating and weight maintenance are the berries. So blueberries are, are also great for glycogen recovery after a workout, but also they're, low, they're relatively low in sugar. Did that answer the question? I sorry, I can't see you, Yusuf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Did. Okay. I, I put awesome. my thumb up, but you know. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I, you were here, but the the four people that I see keeps rotating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. No problem. Amazing. Did anybody else have a? Thank you for bringing that up, Yusuf. Did anybody else have any nutrition questions? Give it a second. Check the chat. No. Okay. And you can always ask me after, um, as well. All right. So working out. Does channel surfing count? Yes or no? Thumbs up or down? Is channel surfing a workout? No, people look undecided. <laughs> so I, I guess theoretically, but it's not what we're looking for. So the benefits of exercise decreases the risk of chronic disease, right? Increasing your probability of independent living later in life. So this is huge. These studies at the long-term care facilities found that people that exercised regularly often lived independently like, you know, without walkers, without needing an aid, 14 years more than those that didn't. Um, improves mental health and cognitive function and can help maintain a healthy weight. What types of exercises should we be doing? Um, so Canadian Physical Activity Guidelines will say adults age 14 and older really should be doing at least 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous intensity aerobic physical activity per week. If you break that down, that's about 30 minutes a day, um, five days a week of cardio. But the good news is, if that feels overwhelming to you, is the benefit is seen in as little increments as 10 minutes. So if you're like, okay, you know what? 
that's cool. I can break it up. I can do a brisk walk for 10 minutes in the morning and then I can do like a 20 minute video, you know, later or, you know, walk 15 minutes somewhere, you know, walk back 15 minutes, that kind of thing, but moderate to vigorous. So if you're walking, you're really shoulders back, core is engaged, pumping those arms. You burn about 15% more calories if you have strong arms when you're doing activity. And then uh, bone strengthening um, would be for two sessions per week. So when you're setting a SMART goal, has anyone heard of setting SMART, SMART goals? So specific, measurable, assignable, or attainable, realistic, and timed, right? So basically, if you were to sit here today and write something down before we wrap up shortly, uh, it could just be, you know what, specific. I am going to walk, okay, how long? 10 minutes at a brisk pace, three days a week. That would be an example of a very specific uh, one. Um, we use something called the FIT formula for exercise, um, and that's the frequency, the intensity, and the time and the type, which is also what we just did, right? We said, or I could say, I'm gonna do you know, Zumba for 20 minutes at a moderate pace, however many days a week. Does anyone wanna try one? Set a, a, a fit fitness goal, just to show your friends what it's like. All right, you can think of you can think about it. Um, all right, so you know, will you hit it? So this is me trying to. These are like uh, my corny jokes, right? Will you hit it hard or you fit it in, right? So hit. Does anyone know what hit training is? It's my favorite cardio. Cassie knows. Share it with them, Cassie. So the well, high. I don't. I I die after four seconds. It's pretty <laughs> interval training. That's right. That's exactly right. So it's high intensity interval training. Um, so the big benefit, so this is usually where you go really, really hard for a short interval and then you recover. So you can look up HIIT workouts. You can message me after. I can send you stuff that I have. Um, but a HIIT workout is usually one to three ratio. So you give it everything you can for 10 seconds and then you recover for 30, you know, or vice versa. And if you're doing it right, you're absolutely breathless during that time why it's so effective and has gained so much popularity is that you um, continue to have a, a hyped up metabolism because of something called post-exercise oxygen consumption for about 48 hours after that workout. So you're walking around like a lean, mean burning machine after HIIT training and then FIT is functional training. So I'll give you an example. I can't see myself. Can you guys see my body? Just give me a nod. Okay. So if I was just gonna do bicep curls, right? I could just be doing this. That's not functional, right? But if I made it full body, what if all of a sudden I added a squat and then I curl? So it's full body movement, same thing. You know, a lunge and reach, a lunge and reach. So fit training is really trying to do things that are functional that move your whole body at once. They burn a lot more. And remember, anytime you're doing upper and lower body, you are also engaging your core. So will you hit it hard or will you fit it in or maybe both? Um, so moving here, so here's some workout resources. Um, you know, what you need, people are always like, well, I don't have a gym, it really sucks, the gyms are closed, you can do body weight, there's a ton of no equipment workouts, you can use weights, bands, kettlebells, and a mat. Sometimes I'll do Zoom videos um, with some 
some of the ladies that used to come to the gym and some of the gentlemen. Um, and we have people at home using soup cans, you know, using, you know, those big Costco sized detergents, but you have to have worked up to that one. Um, so you can also use home things. If you're looking for an app, Top Sugar Active, Nike Training Club, Adidas Training, and Simple Yoga are some of the ones I really like. Um, you can journal and track your workouts as well as your food. Um, and again, as I mentioned, try not to work out within three hours of bedtime. So let's chat about your spiritual well-being. So there's many studies that show um, that spirituality has a good effect on mental health. Um, uh, a healthy spiritual life can foster hope, forgiveness, peace, and faith. And what if you're stuck? Like, what if you're in a rut and this is where i'm really hoping to hear from you guys um of what can you do what can you do to kind of kick started if you're like man i love jesus we just haven't connected in a while okay here so here we go does the church think that zumba is a sin um chloe ting has some great hit workout videos on youtube or what is the church view on zumba because it's considered to be dancing um so to, to my knowledge, um, and having many lovely Tosonis that I would consult with for fitness, um, actually, no, Abuna's here. Abuna, would you mind fielding this one? <laughs> sure, can, 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 can you give your answer and, and I'm going to jump in? <laughs> yes, that's right. Could you jump and squat in Abuna for this one? <laughs> uh, <coughs> actually, interesting. In, interestingly enough, I was kind of, uh, before the session, I was chatting and, and, and the idea of uh, uh, mindfulness, uh, yoga uh, came into the discussion in terms of coping with uh, having, having healthy mental, uh, mental health. Uh, yes, I, I realize that, there, uh, that, that yoga, mindfulness, they have their uh, maybe origin or kind of fruits in 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 uh, in, in, in Buddhist uh, uh, practices. That's my understanding. Uh, at the same time, I believe that Christian practices are older than the Buddhist, and it depends on what's the mindset. Uh, so, so if the mindset, for example, in the yoga is to be in unison with the earth, with everything. Uh, this, this is shifting into the mindset, but taking only the physical component, the, 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 the muscular, the, the, the breathing, and, and, and even mindfulness. Mindfulness, uh, you, can, you can basically, this is what we use in, in, in peace, uh, uh, quiet time. So quiet time is kind of the Christian aspect of mindfulness is the focus on the here and now. So, so it's how you practice it. If you practice it and focus on glorifying God in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, making sure that it is God who has given you the abilities to exercise, to practice, think this is good. But uh, uh, of course, sometimes uh, if you go to, to maybe some of the trainers who are originally like kind of... Uh, uh, Buddhist, of course, they might integrate some of this, so be cautious about it. So the practice as a physical component, as an exercise component, I believe is okay, but we need to have a clarity, kind of a, sh a, a separate or distinguish between the mindset and using it for my own purposes. Thank you, Abuna. Do you have any other thing that you'd like to add, Yasandra, as well? 
No, I, that's exactly it, Abuna. I think like for a lot of these things, and the question was posed about Zumba as well. Um, and I think that everything done in the spirit of fitness, as you said, you know, you're just, you're going and you're trying to move and you're, you know, not doing anything that contradicts your values. I, I in my humble opinion, I think that's, that's terrific. And I, I think, and God gave us this body to exercise, to move. St. Paul goes over it over and over again, being active um, and being in a group setting reduces isolation. So correct me if I'm wrong, Abuna, but I'm personally a big fan of, you know, get out, try these videos and, you know, move as long as exactly as you said, you're, it's just for the physical exercise of it. Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you for the questions, guys. Now I have a question for you all. Um, and we're just kind of really at the, at the tail end here. Um, what happens when you're stuck? Like what advice would you give to your friend who's like, you know what? I am, you know, uh, I just haven't prayed in a while. I'm just in such a rut. Um, what do you find um, helps kickstart your spiritual journey? I just texted you and I was like, does Jesus still love me? What would you say to me? All right, we have somebody in the chat. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, and then I see here, oh, there's another. Sandra, I was gonna say, uh, just like you said, you know, setting, setting a time to consistently wake up, um, it would be the same thing for the spiritual part of your life where setting a specific time during the day where, you know, whether it's five minutes or half an hour of uh, spending that time with, uh, with God. Exactly. So it really does boil down to scheduling, right? So a lot of it is kind of getting that fixed wake up time, scheduling that time for God, um, you know, scheduling that time for exercise um, as well. And then we also have from the chat, thank you, Marina, um, who said, you know, set small goals and then expand on them. And it might be, I'm going to just start with our father, you know, um, and then I'm going to, or I'm just going to sit in stillness and, you know, just sit with God. I'm just going to sit and, you know, uh, open my Bible and just read, you know, a little bit. I personally like the Bible apps. So does anyone have the, the Holy Bible app like on your phone? Um, and have you ever done any of the plans? Anyone done any of the plans? Yeah. So I personally like those a lot. You can find a topic and it'll show you, you know, scripture um, or a Bible study or even a small group. Um, if you have, you know, a group of people from church that you'll make a small group with um, uh, is something I, I personally like. I find that you really carry on each other. Um, Mary saying uh, attending various Zoom church meetings, which is amazing. And the churches have done such a terrific job of having, you know, uh, liturgies and prayer meetings. Um, that you can attend as well. Um, I have one other thing um, that I really like, um, and it comes from a, when I had a particularly challenging time in my life. Um, I started this habit of accumulating my favorite verses. Um, and so on my, uh, on my cell phone, I have, you know, um, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. And, you know, all these ones, uh, and I would have them like in the notes section of my iPhone. Uh, and I would just like open them and just repeat them to myself, you know, over and over again. I one time printed it and had it like near my uh, desk at work or on a sticky note. Um, does anyone have any verse that they'd like to share or, you know, that you feel like maybe somebody's going to go and read tonight? Kind of a pick-me-up Bible verse. I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. I love this one. Good one. 
good one. And I have one on the chat here. Philippians uh, 4.13. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Um, I have one. Uh, yes. Come to, me. come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Amazing. Nice. Oh, the same one, Abuna. It's Philippians 4.13, the one you read, Abuna? Uh, Someone's saying the same one, Abuna. Okay, okay, I think, oh, the same one is Abuna. Okay, perfect. Um, and, and the one that you read, Mary, which one was that? Um, it's Matthew. I'm going to just double check. One second. Take your time. Um, I'll get it for you. Yeah, no, take your time. We can add it add it after the chat in case anyone wants to bookmark it. So again, we talked about some maybe religious books, maybe get to know a saint. So guys, I have to tell you, so I found this initially for my children, but it would be fun for any adult. Okay, there's this guy called um, Uncle Rafi on YouTube, and he has all these um, saint stories that are very, very cute and short. It'll be like, hello, everyone. Today, we will go over Saint Philopatir. It's very, very nice. You have to look him up, um, or you can read an adult book like <laughs> as well. Um, finding something that you like. Uh, we got Philippians 4, uh, 6, and Matthew eleven twenty eight. Thank you, guys. So again, that's Philippians 4.13, um, Philippians 4.6, and Matthew 11.28. Beautiful. So, um, so deepening the faith, we already mentioned all of this. And then self-care is not a luxury, it's a necessity. So it is not selfish to take time, um, you know, for yourself. And that's things like rituals, hobbies, alone time, or self-improvement. So during this pandemic, instead of just having the mentality of I'm just trying to survive it, when will it end? Which I know we all share, but what about, you know, I love it. You know, I get to spend more time, I don't know, learning how to speak Spanish, learning how to crochet, building a shed, um, you know, having the mentality of, you know, this is cool. I'm going to come out of this better. And thank you. We have another one um, of First Peter um, 5, 7. I've written all these down, and I thank you all for this very precious gift um, of sharing your favorite verses. Um, so here I had some of them. Oh, someone said Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, right? Mary, that was yours. Uh, and then trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Um, and that's it. So does anybody have any questions um, or comments um, before um, we turn it over to the concluding prayer? I have a question, Yassandra. Uh, uh, and it is, it is about the kind of the... Uh, the uh the exercise component uh, I'm, uh so, so i'm gonna ask the question i'm not sure where where the problem is like i i i some i'm talking about myself i set goals but i don't do them is it because they are not smart or because uh they are not realistic like let me give an example uh i i heard that you know what if you do ten thousand steps per day uh, this is a th this is a reason like like this is a good thing. It's gonna make you uh, uh, healthy, fit, and lose a little bit of weight. <laughs> I have been trying, but uh, but and say you know if you skip a day, 
uh, you can make it up. So you skip the 10,000 step for today, you can make it in the following two days, an additional five and five. So that becomes 15 and 15. So uh, I, I found this child, like I said, well, this is easy. I think this is doable. This is not bad. I got a dog, so I'm gonna walk the dog. I'm gonna take advantage of this. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to build a system here, but for some reason, it's not happening in a consistent way. Uh, uh, the reason is sometimes it's, um, I don't have the time. Sometimes it's uh, uh, the motivation. Maybe the motivation component uh, is the one that, I, that is really uh, I'm asking about. So I don't feel motivated or maybe I feel, you know what, uh, I, I don't want to do this. So I kind of need to push myself to do the act, to go outside the house and do that. I, I do this, but it's not consistent as I would like it to be. So is it something with the food that I'm eating, with the nutrition, which is bad? <laughs> it's all tag. <laughs> or this is part of, part of the, 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 the pandemic we're living, like uh, the lack of motivation sometimes. Your thoughts. Yeah, so you, you struck on all of them, Abuna. Um, so the nutrition is huge too, right? So um, especially because, you know, if we're not having enough fuel, you know, enough protein and fiber and too much refined sugars, um, the, the, the body's under a lot of kind of fatigue almost, trying to break it down and a lot of cortisol, mm. plus the stress from the pandemic. So it's making it much less motivating to move. Plus, also during the lockdown, um, we're, we're really missing a lot of the steps that we would have normally taken in the day, right? That we don't necessarily account for. Maybe more visits, maybe, you know, more things. Um, but especially with the step goal, I have a lot of um, patients that will say that if you find um, almost make this the secondary goal, it will become a little bit easier to reach. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, if there is an activity that you like, that you are aiming towards, a lot of times the steps and the weight will follow. So I'll give you an example. They had a, a study of a bunch of people that were trying to just lose five pounds, right? And they did everything and they just kept checking the scale and in this case, checking the steps, right? But what they ended up finding um, was when they came up with a, a physical goal, they ended up reaching the weight loss much further. So if the goal was, you know, I want to be able to walk, you know, this distance in this time, or I want to be able to, you know, do 10 squats, you know, um, really deep. I want to be able to complete this 10 minute hit video that has a lot of steps. Um, so it could be that it, either the motivation is low because of the pandemic and it's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to go outside and walk. Um, so either improving the walk by maybe adding like a nice playlist, you know, or something that's really inspiring, having a, a physical destination every day. I wonder if I can walk the dogs all the way to, you know, that far post office or that shopper's drug mart, you know, and come back um, could be it or adding a secondary goal that will help you get those steps up. Like I really like this guy and his videos or the zoom workout and I'm going to try to do it. And then you'll find that the steps followed because you're enjoying that, that class mm -hmm. or, or any of those um, you think touching on what might be helping. I think so. Like, like, like I like so, so. So having a secondary goal beside the steps, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I, I like. I like this idea. Like I remember, Abuna, you used to like squash, for example, right? Yes. 
but that's so, that, that's long gone. <laughs> that's gone but but a perfect right but you see yeah. like if you like something else imagine without thinking about squash think of how many steps you would do in the court mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but yes. you wouldn't even think about the steps because you're like i'm really enjoying this activity of squash so sometimes finding some other activity that you really like physically mm -hmm. will get those steps up without it just having to be through going for walks okay 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 Gotcha. I'll wake you up every morning, Abuna. We'll do Zoom. <laughs> All right. All of a sudden, Abuna changed his number, guys. <laughs> He's not coming anymore. <laughs> but that, that's a great point, Abuna, and I'm sure a lot of us can resonate. Okay, awesome. And I have a question here. Um, thank you, Sandra. It's much needed practical talk. You're welcome. Can you please share the workout video information with thank you? Yes. And, oh, that's really cute. And can you please come again? And thank you. I would love to. <laughs> thank you. Um, for the comments. So yes, so I'll go back to the slide. Did you guys see the slide with some of the workout apps? Um, I will leave you with, I'll go back there. Yeah, so Pop Sugar Active and Nike Training Club are really good. You can, you know, pick beginner, intermediate, and they're free. Beginning, intermediate, advanced, and you can, you know, sometimes play on Nike Training Club. You can play your own music as well while they go. It's very like that one's very robotic, like 30 minutes, you know, 30 seconds, knee ups, you know, and you'll do them. Pop Sugar is more like your traditional aerobics class of like, hey guys, all right, and squat for four, three. So those are the different styles. Uh, and Adidas and Simply Yoga um, are the ones that I really like. And there's something else in the chat. Uh, yes, yes. So, so in terms of my Zoom classes, so I've sometimes done them for a group. I don't know if we want to do an edge one. I've done them for like the SMSK running group. Um, let me um, let me chat with um, Aki and Abuna after, and then we'll see if we can come up with something um, to do as well. It's not Zoom well though. Just warning you guys, it's not Zumba, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of fit and hit. Were there any other questions or anything you guys wanted to share with each other? I think this is great, Sandra. This okay. is, this is amazing. This is amazing. Thank you, Abuna. So if that's everything, Abuna, would you kindly lead us into the closing prayer? Sure. Thank you again. Thank you, Sandra, very much. Uh, just just uh, seeing you refresh the motivation of <laughs> exercise. <laughs> okay to see you too. Thank you, Sandra, and uh, thank you everyone for joining. Thank you for really uh, turning on the the your cameras. This this uh, this is significant. I second what. Uh, uh, as Sandra said, like uh, we agreed on a theme. Uh, 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 maybe you've noticed this in the email, kind of to humanize the, uh, the 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 virtual meeting. Like they are torturous enough, but when we see one another face to face, this really this really helps. Uh, at least we 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 recognize the faces because outdoors usually it's good now with a with a mask like the way when we i meet a lot of people like uh, uh, outdoors like in the church and building when we used to go to church but wearing masks which is basically missing the whole point so it makes a huge difference to see people uh people's face and not with a mask so thank you for turning on the cameras please continue to do so at uh, I, I think this is good for mental health so uh, be ready dress up 
you're going out <laughs> when you go when you have a zoom meeting especially with edge dress up you're going out put your makeup even if it's a bad hair day even if it's a whatever a messy clothes day no worries we understand uh, i i think just uh, seeing one another is really uh, very very helpful for our psyche for our mental health so hopefully we can continue to do so all of us as much as uh, as possible thank you uh, Sandra, thank you everyone, and uh, let us conclude in a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. thank you Lord for all your blessing, for giving us uh, such uh, an intricate and such uh, uh, fascinating systems within us. Uh, and all of them, they interact and all of them, they do glorify your holy name. Allow us to take care of them and allow us to glorify your holy name uh, with them, with our uh, emotions, with our psyche, with our uh, muscles, with our abilities, uh, so that we are holding captive every thought and every action and everything that we do for the, for the glory of your holy name. I ask and I pray for each and every one of my brethren and sisters who we are gathered right now, uh, that you bless them, uh, be with them in their different walks in life, in the uh, different may maybe challenges that they are going through and I am sure that your blessings are evident with each and every one of us allow us to see them allow us to enjoy them allow us to be nourished by them and allow us to witness uh, 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 with these blessings that we have and this way we can conquer all challenges in Christ uh, with your strength with your grace and with your support through the prayers of all the choir for heavenly host of angels and intercessions of the holy theotokos and mary and all the saints hear us O lord as we pray with all thanksgiving our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us lead us not temptation deliver us from evil in christ jesus our lord yours the kingdom the power the glory forever and ever amen Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Thank everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for coming and for sharing. Thank you. I look forward to seeing everyone maybe in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Thanks, Sandra. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Good night.